podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Dream Team Tonic podcast, episode number 119. I'm Tony, your host, and with me, as usual, this week, James, are you there, mate? I'm here, mate. Good evening. And Scott, are you there, mate? Evening, mate, you all right? Good evening, pal. And special guest and the greatest tag partner of all time, Andy <laughs> Boyden. <laughs> Good evening, Good, Tony. Good evening, gents. Uh, thanks for having me on. That's it. We've got a double up of Rovers fans now, so there's no <laughs> slating us. There's no cheering on Burnley. Happy days. Happy days. Two. Two of us. So, um, just a big welcome um, to our new patron, uh, Lee Cox. Good to have you aboard. Thanks very much for your support, mate. Welcome. Um, this is the last week to get involved in the Patreon before the um, the Patreon Premier League pa- Patreon Championship kicks off. Um, so if you want free entry into that, um, which includes prizes, gifts, all sorts of stuff, and it'll be a yearly thing with promotion, relegations, cup qualifications and all sorts going on there, which will be quite exciting. Uh, if you want to get involved in that, get yourself over to patreon.com forward slash Dream Team Tonic, show your support for us and what we do. And that'll get you entry into that. Um, obviously, halfway through the week, lads. Um, so it, it's not um, it's not the end of the world. But we'll have a look at your teams. Andy, as the guest, we like to let you go first, mate. How's it gone? Uh, well, I don't think it's gone too badly. I've got seventy-five points on the week. Um, my team run from my team quickly. Sanchez has got me. Nine points, nice Chelsea clean sheet there. Uh, Saliba's got me eight points as well. Uh, Matty Cash, four points. One point from Wan-Bissaka, uh, which isn't great. I think I've heard uh, Scott's just told me some news with regards to Wan-Bissaka, uh, which has made it a trade. It was a transfer in. I was wanting to put in either him or Andy Robertson, and it looks like I've made the wrong choice. <laughs> but that's fantasy football. <laughs> Okay, so, <laughs> uh, in midfield, I've got five in midfield now. I've got Fernandez, uh, Bruno Fernandez from Manchester United. He's not really pulling up trees, but I think he'll come good. Got two points. Uh, Mbuemo got two points, uh, not done much. Neither has Mitoma, he's got three points. Uh, Saka, who also played today, he's picked up seven points. Sterling picked up four points in that nil nil draw as well. Um, and then you've got Harland up front, got me 26 points. I captained him this week and I put in Salah uh, for um, the Chelsea striker, Jackson. Uh, he's got me a nice nine points this week. So, yeah, 75 points in total. Uh, I'm not disappointed with that. I think it's a, a fairly decent score to start off this week. And there's a, obviously there's a European fixtures to come as well. So, fingers crossed, I'll have a, a plus 100 for this week. That's solid, that yeah, really good start. To, even with your uh, sub story with Wamba Saka, <laughs> um, you still had a very good week there. 
you've uh, you smashed it there. Yeah, when you said you were going to put the mu- put the sad music on, I thought it was going to be a bad score, but that's that's a decent score, that. And yeah, the title. Oh, well. the sad music's just for that one transfer. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people, in the dis- some people in the Discord, <laughs> they get really upset with a misplaced pass. Never mind the <laughs> play that you put in being injured or whatever. It is. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. Scott, how's your team gone, mate? Uh, right, I'm on 73 for the game week. Um, I've got Sanchez in goal, nine points for him. Finally coming good, just as I was planning to take him out. So it's given me a bit of a headache, that one. Um, Stupinian didn't play. Um, apparently, I think it's just rested because he had a big uh, two games in the international break. So hopefully he plays midweek. We've got Saliba got me eight. Cash got me four, who's a new transfer in. Um, again, Bruno Fernandez, two points. Been a bit disappointing, but I think I'm going to stick with him again still. Well, I, I think from our questions, we've got a few people getting frustrated with him. Um, Saka, seven points. Matoma, three points. Foden, who I brought in, just got the three. Um, Salah, nine points. Haaland with the captaincy, 26. And Visser. Still lingering about getting me two points every week. He's next to go. <laughs> That's it though. Three nine nine total. Uh, it's still a decent week. Seventy three so far. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Mm. That's all right. Decent, decent. Um, we'll have a jump forward to my side. Um, Sixty eight for the week so far. Johnson, a uh, bit of a gutner. <laughs> That was hard. Went, from a, went from a clean sheet to getting pummeled in the, the space of a few minutes. Um, so, yeah, just a one point for him. Saliba, eight points for the clean sheet. Um, a stupid hand did not play. Cash, who I brought in for Gusto, four points. Um, Fernandez, who, yeah, he, I, I didn't have the balls to take him out this week. I, I know I, I said on last pod, didn't I? Ben were dead against him. Like, no, don't touch him. Like, he, he's set for the season, and the stats say he's like he he plays into all all like all the point positions on this game now. Um, he'll be a big, big point earner, but only if United get their act together. Yeah. Um, so he's 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 holding back a lot of money there. Two points. So I'm not happy. I. Probably should have ditched him and just come <laughs> where I thought, but yeah. Um, I thought when we ditched in Salah early on, I thought I mean, I go for ditching Fernandez as well. That one of them's gonna completely burn me, but Saka seven points, Madison, who I held just because of the fixture, uh, Sheffield United, uh, could have been better, but seven points, obviously, only having a single, uh, Fordham three points. Alvarez, who I brought in for Eze, um, eight points. Hoping that second fixture he uh, proves that that's a little bit fruitful. Haaland, was it nine shots on target for Haaland? Yeah, I think so. Uh, nine, nine shots on target and one goal. Something some along those crazy six. lines. I read nine. Six only on Dream Team. Yeah, they've, they've marked it down as six on Dream Team. Yeah. So, 
he filled his boots. And then Jackson will give a fair execution, thinking if you don't do it at Bournemouth, you're not doing it. And he's obviously not doing it. He looks picking up a yellow card, though. Uh, yeah, I think people uh, have been more than patient with him, haven't they? Really, yeah. <laughs> I, his, his ownership did drop massively, and I did punt on that kind of like I knew a lot of people would get rid if they lost the patience. And I thought I'll be the idiot that just sticks with him for one more week, and so we proved a two pointer. So, early plans for me next week is Madison's got singles all the way through, haven't he? <laughs> As much as I want to keep him because he's he's doing really well points wise, I probably will move him on. Um, and Jackson's days are numbered. Um, but yeah, sixty eight for a week, four one six in total. Slight drop in rank. I think it's down to about five k. So yeah, not too bad, but yeah, not great. James, the troll karma is still affecting me, Tony. Uh, Sixty-four <laughs> points this week. <laughs> Johnson only got me one. That was—I I thought Palace were going to hold on for that clean sheet, and then it all went yeah. tong in the last last ten minutes. Um, yeah, that penalty was harsh, wasn't it? D- didn't you think? Yeah, it's not a penalty. No, I didn't think so. Not a penalty, but Chilwell not starting today was annoying. Uh, zero points from him. Um, the Aaron Hickey got me four. Uh, Walker got me five with a game to play still. Um, Fernandez two, Saka seven, Diaby five, Foden three. Foden's been disappointing again. When's he going to finally fucking crack it? I just don't get it. He's got all the talent in the world. He's getting the games um, now as well. Yeah. Yeah. My transfers this week were um, Sterling and Jackson out for Salah and Nunes. So up top, I've got Nunes got me two, Salah got me nine. Um, I'm hoping Nunes starts against Lask and um, gets a hatful. Um, I was, I was, I wanted uh, Alvarez, but um, I was 0.1 away from being able to make that move, unfortunately. Uh, and I just thought, well, you know, Liverpool's fixtures are decent. We've got Leicester next week. So, I'm hoping we score an absolute hatful against them. Oh, getting brave! <laughs> He's getting brave! Getting brave while Ben's not here. <laughs> yeah, I'm obviously some lovely stuff down at Leicester. Hey, playing. I'm uh, following them. I heard. I think that they're in the top of the league, aren't they? Uh, well, second from Preston, second. I think like, top to there. But uh, yesterday, Preston sorry. top top team in Lancashire. Really? Are you on wind-up today, aren't you? <laughs> Fucking hell. I've got, I've got enough. I've got some I've got some Preston fans sat in my house as well. I don't know about But yeah, no, Nunes, though, I, I like that pick. It, it's quite punty for you. <coughs> honestly, for you, James, as well. It was quite punty. What's going on? Um, it's only 3.8 million. Because I think he's, he's got to start midweek. Got to. Um, and not just that. But I think Salah, I'm hoping Salah gets rested midweek. Who's that young lad you've got? Doak, is it? Scotch lad? Doak. Doak. Oh, Doak, yes. Yeah, Doak might right, play yeah. right in Salah's yeah. place in, in midweek. We don't know. Or help Elliot. Or Elliot can play there, yeah. I think, Salah, I, I think Salah 
I'm, well, I'm hoping. The reason I didn't bring in Salah uh, back in this week um, was because I'm thinking they're going to rest him. Now he's mm. staying, I think he'll get rested. I, I'm hoping. It's possible, yeah. But yeah, he got a nice nine-pointer. It could have been better as well because that last assist was taken off him because of the deflection, weren't it? Yeah, that was annoying. Oh. I, I I looked and he, he was on 11 points and then I'm, yeah. I thought nothing more of it. And then I went back and thought, oh, he's dropped to nine points. What's going on? Yeah, yeah that's good. Did they give it as an own goal then? They yeah. must have done. Which yeah. is quite yeah. Or, it's Orson Elliot to begin with. But, yeah. yeah. Obviously, then that reverberates through to the assist. Um, Diaby as well, unlucky. Uh, disallowed. Could have been better for him. Tight call, that. He looks yeah. brilliant. He I does. can't wait to get him in my team, yeah. Yeah, I said last week as well that I have a toying with Diaby. But I went for Alvarez in, in the end. Just thought City got so much potential to score hats for goals. Like. So... Yeah, went for Alvarez over Diaby, but I do want Diaby in my team, uh, definitely. So, obviously, we're only halfway through. Everything can change, um, but not 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 shabby weeks for us anyway. I've seen some worse yeah. scores anyway. Um, right, on to the questions then, lads. Um, we've got three questions here about the... Uh, Part of the bus boost. So we'll just, just cover that part of the bus. Uh, DT Patrick, um, how are you going to best approach playing your part of the bus without weakening your team elsewhere? Uh, Anthony Stringer has asked best defenders for part of the bus in game week seven or hold for game week 11. Ben C, opinions on game week nine part of the bus, Liverpool and Newcastle heavy, both got double game week home ties against favourable opposition. And that's the three. I'm going to say four then. But, um, Andy, what do you reckon about this part of the bus, mate? What, what are you looking at yourself? Uh, I've, I've, uh, well, I've looked at a few questions that you've obviously just uh, went over there. Uh, with regards to Dream Team Patrick, thinking that you have to weaken your team to, to play the park of the bus, it's not necessarily as bad as you might be thinking because all you're doing is... I'm assuming that most people now have realised that it's probably best to go with midfielders and attackers uh, yeah. with the way that the point score is going. And all you're going to be doing is you're just going to be bringing in two extra defenders. And as you get two transfers a week, uh, the only thing that would put um, give you a problem is if you, if, if you took out two players to put in two defenders and then you end up getting injuries in other parts of uh, your team... Um, that would cause problems then trying to sort your team out afterwards. But it's, well, it's fairly straightforward. You just, the week where you're going to be parking the bus or getting your extra duty, you don't even have to do it over two weeks. You can do it on one week as long as your, your team's already set up. Um, and it's just take out either two midfielders for two defenders or a midfielder and a striker. Uh, or you could take out two strikers to put in an extra two defenders. You can, you can play for uh, five, four, one. So there's lots of options to get the five defenders uh, to maximise your points. Uh, the most important thing with parking the bus, in my opinion, is you just have to hit it uh, because if you don't hit it, then you could find yourself, well, you'd be in a little, uh, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of trouble because, um, yeah, 
if you go heavily on one side, uh, you could end up with you know just getting a very small score. So I think with regards to those three questions, it's you had the question for the part of the bus on game week seven. Um, and I would say Manchester United uh, are good for that week. But you've also got West Ham that are good for that week. Man, you have got Crystal Palace and uh, at home, and then they've got Galatasaray at home. Um, and then I think West Ham, uh, they've got Sheffield United, and then they're playing Freeburg in the uh, Cup. So if I were going to be parking the bus, I'd be looking at bringing those um, defensive assets in. Now, my team, as it, as it, as it stands at the moment, uh, I've got... Um, none of them. I've got Wan-Bissaka, but he's a non-player. So, it, it, I wouldn't choose to part the bus on that week because you, you need defenders to complement what you've got. And I've purposely gone for defenders from three different teams to enable me to maximise the part of the bus. Uh, because Manchester United, they've got uh, FC Copenhagen coming up. Arsenal have got some decent fixtures as well in the Champions League. Aston Villa in the... Um, who are in the Conference League, they're also good. Now, this first week um, of European action will give us a lot of information as to whether certain players will be playing two games a week, uh, fingers crossed. Um, so, yeah, putting your finger on, on, on the button and, and activating that booster would probably be a mistake this week because you don't have all the information. Just take a look at different things that have happened, you know, like you've got Chilwell. I know he's not in Europe, but he didn't get played. Wan-Bissaka, he wasn't in the starting lineup, but I'm assuming that that was an injury. And then he came on at the end of the game. And uh, obviously he's not, not going to be playing again for a while uh, from what Scott's told me. But yeah, there's, there's uh, Estupin and he's been, yeah. you know, benched today. So this week will tell you a lot going forwards uh, as to how to best, Set out your defensive lineup, and I think setting up those three initial defenders is going to be very important. And it's sort of like you, you want to pivot one way or the other. And I wouldn't put all your eggs in one basket because you need to be extremely lucky. Just look, City's let a goal in, you know. Well, all the big yeah. hitters have been letting goals in, so all it takes is one <clears> goal and it minimizes the effect that your part, part the bus has. So I think you need to spread it between two teams, like two two defenders from one, two defenders from another, and another double game week playing player from another European side. I think that's the best way to probably do it. Um, I've looked at some of the, in my mini league, there's been some people that have, you know, they've, they've, they've played the part of the bus chip already and they've done it in a single game week. But surprisingly enough, you know, like the players have been from five different teams and, You'd be surprised at how the defenders score, even if they lose. Um, take Luton Town, for example, this last game they lost. I think, it was, was it 3-1 that they lost? Um, or 3-0? Anyway, all the defenders, they've got like four points, three points, five points. Yeah. Uh, none of them have got minus points for letting in loads of goals. So, like I say, putting all your eggs in one basket might not be the best idea. I just think that you should spread it. Um the other question was, was game week nine and game week 11. I, I don't think one game week is preferable over any. I know 
you know, like nine, uh, sorry, game week seven and game week 11, people have been saying, oh, this is the best week. But if you look at game week nine, even, you know, you've got uh, Man City, they're playing Brighton and Young Boys. Liverpool are playing Everton and Toulouse. Man U are playing Sheffield United and FC Copenhagen. Newcastle are playing Crystal Palace and Borussia Dortmund. Uh, that's quite tricky in Europe, but like I say, they're playing Crystal Palace at home. Then game week 11, you've got City, Man U, Liverpool and Aston Villa. They've all got favourable fi fixtures in Bournemouth, Fulham, Everton, Nottingham Forest, and then they've got like an easy European fixture. But like I say, this this goes on throughout the, the, the group stages, so... Whenever you choose to use your booster of, of part of the bus, uh, there's lots of different opportunities. You don't have to just gravitate towards one week. Uh, just make sure that your initial three defenders for the week that you choose uh, are set up for the extra players that you want to bring in. Um, I, I, I don't want to go on. With regards to realise I've been talking for quite a while, but yeah, that's my thoughts on it. You know. Just play them when you want, but just make sure that all your players are nailed if possible. Um, and the point should come rolling in with a couple of lucky clean sheets as well on top to boot. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I get what you're saying. Um, you need to, after this Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, um, I think I think obviously for the Champions League, you pretty much, you know, you could probably nail the teams down. Um, it's that Europa League. And yeah. what teams are going to do, especially Liverpool? Um, got a nice draw. Um, they don't really know what players they're going to they're going to play, um, but they're going to rest a few. Um, so obviously, this Thursday, this Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday gives us loads of information, and then going into game week seven, nine, eleven, even thirteen. Uh, um, in 13, I think United got Everton and um, is it Galatasaray, um, Arsenal, Brentford and Lens, um, Brighton, Notts Forest and Athens. Like there's some really good doubles for teams, but it's just whether they're playing their full teams. Yeah, Brighton don't seem trustworthy now for rotation either, do they? Oh, God. He, 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 do you know, every time I look at a Brighton's team sheet, there's a name on it I've never ever heard in my life. <laughs> I, I thinking I, I thinking I'm well well in on the football knowledge, but who's this lad? Who's he pulled out this week? And he just <laughs> seems to throw some. And did he got an assist? I think the lad that they started this yeah. week. Yeah, Adingra, wasn't it? Yeah, Adingra. Where's Adingra come from? <laughs> You'll have to call him Deserby Rule Pet. It's unbelievable. There's all these young lads. He just keeps. Plucking from nowhere, um, yeah. But I like what Deserve is doing down there. It's brilliant. But uh, going back onto the the booze, there's so many. I I, I can't. I'd say obviously we're gonna we're gonna see this week out, and then I think after this this European round, we're gonna know a hell of a lot more. And I think if the Europa League teams heavily rotate. I think then you've got to start looking and structuring towards a game week where the Champions League teams have the he uh, the easier double and uh, are concentrating mainly on them um, because you you don't want to risk playing your chip, your part of the bus, and 
some of your players not playing that double. You reckon, Scott? Have either of you got a uh, a week in mind or not, or, or just targeted at all? I um, don't actually have a week in mind, but one thing, I've, this voice in my head keeps telling me, you need to get these boosters used as soon as possible uh, because there's a lot of good games coming up. Um, it, I, I like seven. I like seven. I like seven for Newcastle. I like seven for Newcastle and I'll let it continue so you can keep the players in. So if I put Trippier in in game week seven... I'm pretty happy to keep him after that. Yeah, so I gave both... I gave a team for seven for it's Anthony's question, wasn't it? I'd I'd put down Trippier, Saliba, yeah. Trent Alexander Arnold if he's back, which it's not looking good yet. Uh, Matty Cash and I'd put down one Basaka, but he's out. So like you can plan as much as you like, but yeah. straight away two of them two of them were kind of out of the equation. Yeah, I probably I'd, I'd probably go double on Newcastle if if I were going to play at seven. I'd probably go double Newcastle, um, and then Arsenal because I've already got Saliba. It'd just be adding one to that. Yeah, it depends if what you got. Zinchenko already. stays fit. Possibly Zinchenko or Ben White, um, and then a another, and I'd probably just throw a City, a City lad in there, uh, Wolves, and uh, is it uh, Red Bull? Yeah. So, I, it, that's if I were to play at seven. I, I I want to see I want to see what happens this game week. Mm, I think it's that's big, sensible. Yeah, it is big for me. It, I to answer it and say definitely this is how I'm playing my chip. I can't say that. I'll say it in the Discord when I'm when I decide. But we'll have to see what it says uh, this week. I'll probably announce it on the pod next week. <laughs> well, I've I've gone I've gone the uh, sort of the other way. I'm pretty sure I'm set on what I'm going to start working towards playing mine now. And I'm liking the look of nine, game week nine. Yeah. Um, already there's something gone wrong with it because, like I said, wan was in my plans, but you're going to have to be a little bit flexible how you do it. But to get to from now to game week nine, um, I'd have to make, I'd have to plan out my transfers for three whole game weeks. But then that nails Dalot. True. Or Region on the other side. Regulon maybe. could get a yeah. regular place as well. Yeah. 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 So I'd actually planned out my next three game weeks of moves, but you've got to, you've got to sort of be able to give yourself a bit of budget wiggle room, haven't you? Because that could completely mess it up. Um, and then also, I mean, if an injury or something happens, that can happen as well. But I was looking at going game week nine and then having a defence of Trippier for that Palace at home, Dortmund at home, Trent for Everton at home, Toulouse at home. Walker for Brighton at home, young boys away. And then I'd put Wambasaka for Sheffield United, Copenhagen, but that might have to be a different United. And then Cash for West Ham at home, AZ Alkmaar at home. And I could get to that if I make the moves that I want across these three weeks. The downside, going back to um, Patrick's question of, uh, what was his question? Where, where do you lose? Where do you lose out in your team? My downside was, and it's it's going to be a question from someone else later, but I'd actually looked at putting Kaminsky in the looting keeper. Hey, ex-Rovers, <laughs> lad. Good keeper. I, the way I'd looked at it at the minute was, although you're not going to get, an, you're not going to score points from him. You can't expect anything really from him. But it allowed me to get those big hitters in 
defence, but also let me keep my sort of good players on pitch. So I could still have Haaland, Salah, Foden, Diaby, Bruno. I might have to drop Saka or Bruno, one of them two out for one week. But then you just get them back the next week. Yeah, then. That, that is the thing with having the two two transfers a week. We're playing <laughs> a completely different game. Uh, yeah, I'd sort of planned it out. You get them back the week after, providing um, they don't go down in, uh, don't go up in value when you take them out. Because if they go <laughs> up in value when you take them out, you won't be able to get them back in uh, if you've used all your budget. Yeah, I, I planned it with with 0.3 wiggle room, but obviously that could be anything by the time we yeah. get there, couldn't it? Yeah, so it's a, it's a bit of a dangerous game, but then. That that Kaminsky, Kaminsky and say um, Wambasaka for example, Wambasaka's now out. I could save a million by going to Region, so I could actually have a keeper that's one million more than that, and maybe keep with Sanchez. So, yeah, I've got a rough idea in my mind. But then we said there's so many good ones. If if we get to game week nine, I've got a couple of injuries, and it doesn't look like it's going to work out. You just you put it back to eleven or something, don't you? So, yeah, yeah, that's that's if it all goes to plan. But there's an international break right before game week nine as well, which is another <laughs> which is another spanner in the works. So yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a tough one, but I've got an idea in mind for my one. What about you, Jambo? Um, I won't linger too long on this because I think you guys covered it quite well. Um, it's worth. Is it worth some points I've written down that, that perhaps weren't thought about in too much detail where if you're taking out attackers it might be worth looking at that what you're taking out and thinking about it have they got plum fixtures so it's another aspect to consider <laughs> which i mean it gets complicated if you start looking into it in in a minute detail um you're taking out you know a rashford and a salar or something to to load up at the back i mean if have a look at their fixtures just to make yeah. sure you're not taking them out against two weak sides because it, I mean you could end up with less points. Um, I personally think game week seven isn't a great time to play it. Um, I looked at the fixtures that nothing stood out to me as being a great fixture pairing. Um, I definitely think there's more options in nine and 11. Um, ben Coles suggested... Um, he wanted opinions on game week nine, part of the bus for Liverpool and Newcastle. Um, Liverpool got Everton to lose. Uh, Newcastle have got Crystal Palace and Dortmund. Um, I don't think that's a bad shout. Um, Liverpool's defence isn't great. I mean, we're talking a lot about Man United defenders here. But they look shocking, but they, are, they have got a lot of injuries at the moment. So um, I think considering Man United defenders will definitely depend on uh, them getting their injured players back. Um, so, but I, I, I mean, Everton, I looked at Toulouse, they're, they're, in, they're in the three quarters of the way down the league. I can't see them being strong, but the trouble is you need to look at that route, whether, how we're going to rotate in Europe. Yeah. And Everton can't score a goal for Toffee. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> he went there. He did it. Uh, I I do like I do like the the, the idea of getting Newcastle players in, because um, I, I don't think their squad at the back seems they don't seem to have a huge amount of depth there. 
So you can pretty much predict what their back four is going to be. Yeah. Um, there's not a huge amount of wiggle room there, is there? And they, they're in the Champions League, so they're less likely to rotate. Um, so I do like factoring in some Newcastle players. Um, Don't forget that same week, James. Uh, you've also got Man City uh, and Manchester United that have got easy fixtures that week as well anyway. So yeah. Yeah. loading up on Liverpool and Newcastle, is it really that important for game week nine when there's other options that might be available to you? Yeah, potentially. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't hate it as an idea, but yeah, there's there's a lot of options there, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, just took to you and what Farquhar Man said in the comments. Um, the second part of what he's saying, but uh, the gist of it is. Obviously, we're concentrating on clean sheets and we're doing the part of the bus for obviously trying to trying to get these bigger sides, the better fixtures to get the clean sheets and that. But there's plenty of moments where um, there's teams that are getting peppered and and battered two or three. But because of the tackles and, and other things that are going in their favour, because obviously they're under pressure, like Aaron Hickey going away with six points after conceding two. Mm. So is that worth thinking that Newcastle have a very tough group? Is it worth just having Trippier? Because he'd be making more cha- challenges, more blocks, more yeah. of this. He might get more bonus points and he's still got the potential to have the attacking returns even if he loses his clean sheet. Yeah, potentially. So- I think so. Yeah. Even with City, that um, I think that that game week nine we were talking about, I think City do play Brighton in the first game. But I mean, if you went, you might say you was looking at like a Walker and you might think, oh, he's not going to keep a clean sheet against Brighton, perhaps. But if it's Walker versus Matoma, they might yeah. have four or five jewels, four, yeah. four or five tackles and then potential for clean sheet and stuff as well. It could end up adding up. Yes. Yeah, Definitely, yeah, I think yeah. I think obviously with the like the tackles and the blocks and the other things, they all go towards your bonus points, don't they? Yeah. Um and I think that's where in these points align for these these teams that are under the cosh a little bit. So I think the, the, the tackles they get you the individual points as well, don't they? Uh, yeah, as well. And then they also add towards your bonus, point. don't they? Yeah. So you're getting it's like two for one kind of thing it's um it's definitely I, I i think it was it the first pod the second pod i said about city defenders it'd be interesting to see where they lie especially points per million but even points overall where they lie at the end of this season because they don't usually have too much to do other than keep a clean sheet so when yeah. it comes to like the bonus points they usually get high up on the passing percentages, but blocks, tackles, and other stuff, they don't really usually have to do them. I guess it just depends. If they end up going all the way again in all the competitions, they're going to just play so many games, aren't they, that eventually yeah. it will add up. But yeah, then they, they, ro- they rotate more as well, though. So it's, it's trying to balance it all, isn't it, really? Yeah, but... it is. It's um, it's interesting. Good season. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying all these new I think rules. It's good, yeah, I think I think it's done a, a world of good for the game. Gets us thinking. <laughs> Definitely. 
Um, yeah, I think mm-hmm. we've covered all the uh, point of the bus there. I think mm-hmm. I really, I, before I lay my cards out, though, I, I really do want to see what happens this yeah, week. Yeah, this week's Euros, gonna be big in the European games. Sorry, um, <clears throat> Ryan D. Ryan Driver's been on the pricing this year is ridiculous, so hard to predict. Because we get so many transfers, and you can hop on, hop off. Is budget less of a concern this year, and just pick players with fixtures and form? Um, Scott, what do you recommend? Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Because we were all very, um, we were all very much just saying, "Oh, it's all about building budget. We've got to build budget." We're also used to doing it in the last few games, but these price changes have been <coughs> an absolute disaster, haven't they? So far, really hard to really hard to tell what's going to happen so i think for now for me um i'm just going to try and target points and then if it's convenient to get the price rises or it's not going to go too much out of my way i'll do it but at the moment i can't predict them well enough to make moves specifically for price changes because there've yeah. there've been some ones that i don't know how they happen to be honest with you so i think if you try to follow the points and then if there's one that's blaringly obvious do it but I definitely wouldn't be making moves specifically to get price rises because I think you'll end up getting stung at the moment. Yeah. For me. James? I agree with 100% with Scott's approach there. I, yeah. I've tried to, I've, I've looked at the, my transfers with us, <clears throat> one eye on price rises, but it's difficult and I think you can end up it can end up swaying your decision mm. rather than bringing in necessarily bringing in the best player for that for the for two or three weeks you can go you can you can go for that price right and it might not even happen and yeah. shaft yourself so I think going for points probably makes sense and, and of course if you, if you get the right players in they're going to go up anyway so I, I I'm not I'm not putting too much store in price wises myself. Yeah, Andy. Uh, yeah, um, I've looked at some I, every week. I look at the, the the prices of a lot of different players. You know that have either scored points or haven't scored points. And one one of the most surprising things this week is Erling Haaland got twenty three points last week in one game. And it went up one point. Yeah. Well, at one point. And then you, you get somebody that's like less than half his value. Um, and they, you know, I think I'm sure somebody, I can't remember who it was exactly, but I'm sure somebody has scored about two points and they've gone up in value. So effectively, they've not actually scored any points. Yeah. Um, but point one, Yeah. Uh, I think Raheem Sterling, he, did he only get two points or four points or something last week? Didn't set the world on light. He's held value. And then you've got, um, was it Bruno Fernandes or something like that, that's held value through not scoring? And it's anybody's guess. But one thing uh, that I would say is when you go into somewhere in about three and a half million and, and, and lower in value, um, if they do score... Um, a fair amount of points, they've got more of a chance of going up by 0.2 and mm-hmm. if they don't score, they've got less chance of going down by 0.2 whereas the higher value players mm-hmm. quite probably will go down but the way that the you know, like uh, the price changes happen this year 
the route that I'm probably going to be going down is trying not to just pick um, who I think are going to be the, my premiums. I don't want to have too many, but I've got four as it happens at the moment. I've got uh, Saka, Salah, uh, Haaland and Fernandez, And I'm probably going to stick with those because those are the ones from the beginning who I thought would obviously get a lot of these bonus points. And they are doing all right. Look at Salah, he's, he's, he's up there. Even though his yeah. value keeps going down. Um, but then Fernandez, uh, he's not getting the bonus points, but Manu's next. After they play Borussia Dortmund, I think there's about 10 games after that. Yeah, uh, one hard game and the rest of them are games that they should win easily. And Bruno Fernandes is the type of player that when a Manchester United do play well and win games, he's in and amongst everything. He wants yeah. to take all the free kicks. He's getting, he's, you know, getting tackles in, and yeah, he'll get a yellow card every now and again. But he's the, you know, one of your most aggressive players that obviously wants to grab the game by the scruff of the neck. And I do believe that his points will start to flow. Um, so yeah, I pick the, those are the ones that I want to keep, and then what I want to play around with is the cheaper, uh, cheaper options. Uh, whereas if I've got a cheaper option, which I think might be going down by 0.1 million if they have a, didn't have a really good week, and there's another one that's fixtures are looking good going forwards that's in Europe um, and their price looks like it's going to be going up, you've got more of a chance of getting a better result from your transfer uh, for extra budget-wise uh, by doing that. So that's the, the route that I will be taking if I can. But if I can it's just the players that are in your team now, whoever they are, are players that you think are going to not just score well next week, they're going to score well going forward. So is it really worth messing around with things all the time? Because you could end up just, like you say, just doing the okey-cokey and putting players in that are going up in value, but they've already scored the points. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's yeah. just picking a team that you, you, you're happy with going forward, really, and trying to stick with it. I think with budget, we always um, we always went into like the, the certain premiums, and we needed to have these maybe two, three players that of were of little value but did all right. I think this season, with the way it's all working out, the, the price rises and falls aren't as important. And the reason they're not as important is because the pool of players, which you can choose from, has grown by 400%. Uh, it's, it's crazy the amount of players you can now choose from that are scoring points. And that, and that in itself allows you to be able to be so much more flexible with what you're doing in the game. Like... No longer are you. You have to chase these price rises. Then later in the season, you can afford five city players. You're no longer having to do that because then city players are actually dropping in price because they're meant to be pummeling teams six nil and they're not. So they're all dropping in value, and all these these um, two two, three million players who are actually doing all right on the scoring matrix, uh, playing for teams and playing in positions that weren't fashionable last year. 
But now, actually, it's still very important. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no one, no one's really getting away from you, are they? Like we're complaining that our no. players are dropping, but everyone's dropping. I feel like before we used to want to have Kane, Salah, Haaland yeah. because we were scared yeah. that they were going to rise and we wouldn't be able to afford them. But it seems yes. like everyone's really going down. Like Mad- Madison, for example, he's someone who you'd think of as he's smashed it, hasn't he, since the start? Yeah, you'd, you'd think you'd think, oh, his price will get away from you if you don't jump on him soon. He he started at four and he's four point three. He's not. Yeah. He's not got far away. Um, there's not many, I don't think, that have really pushed on. Yeah, and in the say the old scoring system or the old prize ride system, if he'd had three good good weeks, he'd had a twelve pointer, a fifteen pointer, an eighteen pointer. He's now five million, or he's yeah. four point nine. Now that's that's dangerous because he has ran away from you in a sense. But in this in this game, they're not. They're, moving up and down very slightly um so i think hop on hop off and budget isn't a concern for me um at this minute at at this minute it's not because i feel like of all the moves i've made i've never been priced out of one i know you said earlier james that you're priced out by point one from alvarez yeah um do you think so rewind a week do you think you could have affected that or if you could have planned better, do you reckon? Or do you, do you think that was just unfortunate? Because the the price, the prices that are going up and the prices that are going down, as Andy said, are very like a bit harsh. Some of them, mm. so it's not really something you could probably plan for. Um, given the unpredictability of it, or yeah, it's difficult to 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 chase that. I I. I'm not going to put too much store in that. Um, I'm not. It's a, it was a bit annoying, but that's the first time that's happened to me. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. But then when Nunes gets his hat trick in midweek, we'll be all right, won't we? <laughs> well, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, it's um, a little bit unpredictable at the moment. Um, right. Obviously, a bit of upset towards United. Bruno Rashford, Wade has been in. Um, what do we do with Bruno Fernandes? Not much to write home about, and I need a cash cow. Um, and Kian said, "Hate to do it, but Bruno and Rashford need to go." I'll probably get Saka, but not sure else. Who else to bring in? I did. I did say it last week about Bruno, that but. When we when we reverse, uh, we rewind. Sorry to the initial pods before the season starts. Bruno is pointing towards scoring a shitload of points this season, and that scares me a little bit. But last week I was losing a little bit of patience. This week I'm losing even more patience. United are in turmoil in my eyes. Um, yeah, I'm glad I don't have Rashford as well as Bruno. Yeah. But if he had to have one of them, I'd have had Rashford because he seems to be scoring a little bit better. But what do you reckon, Scott? I would say stay patient with him. I know we've all we've all got Saka. We've all got Saka. I just looked at our teams. We've all got Saka and Bruno, all four yeah. of us. I'm pretty yeah. sure Ben has as well. Um, if you haven't got Saka, I'd consider getting him in, maybe instead or alongside because he's doing really well. Um, but before you do look at selling. Uh, Bruno, I was, like I looked at the fixtures as well, and I know you just touched on it, Andy. But 
think once they get this Bayern game out of the way, they face, well, from game week six to game week 10, they've got eight games and only two of them are away. I've had a look. They've got a run of games that are all at home. Two of them are away from home and it was Burnley and Sheffield United. Ooh. All the rest are at home and they are they are all pretty good fixtures as well for Man United. They've got Burnley away from home. They've got back-to-back Crystal Palace at Old Trafford. They've got Galatasaray at Old Trafford. And then they've got Brentford at home as well. Sheffield United away from home. Copenhagen at home. And then it gets hard. Then they've got the City game. But that's a lot of home games, isn't it? I know. Well, then after that one-man City game, they've got Fulham away from home. Copenhagen again away from home. Then they've got Luton at home. Everton. Then they've got Everton away from home. Galatasaray again. So, apart from that Man City game... Yeah, I think... Look, at how, many, look at how many winnable fixtures they've got. Yeah, I think you've got to look long-term with him, I think. Unless you're taking him out to, to do your part of the bus or something like that just for a week. I, I think I'd stick with him, to be fair. We've had enough seasons of Bruno to see that he does he do, does well pretty much every year now, doesn't he? So, I, I think I'll be sticking with him. He's still on penalties. They're, they're going to get some penalties in there at home at Old Trafford. <laughs> I, I mean, I think, I think the Matrix suits him even more now, doesn't it? Yeah. Even I didn't know how many tackles seasons. he puts in. Yeah. I didn't, re- didn't realise till this game how many times he picks up like tackle points. I, I didn't didn't see it before. Yeah, yeah. I'd stick. I'd stick with personally. James, it's a tricky one because United are not in form. They've they've got lots of injuries. Bruno's been playing a bit deeper than normal. Um, I'm not convinced he's worth keeping in the short term, but I do think he'll be a good long term pick. Um, I'm not. I'm not adverse to getting rid of him for a few weeks until United sort their problems out and get a few players back. That said, like you've already covered, their fixtures are looking pretty decent. Mm. Do you really want to get rid of him before Burnley Crystal Palace next week? Yeah, it's a difficult time, um, isn't it? It's not the best time to get rid of. Him. Maybe give him another week or see see how these the injury situation pans out. Although that's not looking like it's gonna. Um, improve greatly anytime soon in fact it's actually got worse with Wan-Bissaka being out for a couple of months like you said so um yes yeah, tricky one there's there's arguments for and against getting rid of him definitely those yellow cards wind me up though he's had three he's had three yellow cards already yeah but then usually they take away his seven seven rating and because he wouldn't have had much else would he this season, he's not done much. What do you reckon, Andy? Are you ditching, mate? Uh, well, no, I've got no plans to ditch Bruno Fernandes. Uh, I've not had Rashford as yet, so <laughs> I'm not too fussed about that. But um, I'd probably go different to you, Tony. I'd probably keep Bruno. And uh, if I wanted to ditch one of them, it would be Rashford. Um, if... You've got three strikers. I'd seriously take a look at going to five midfielders instead um, and take Rashford out. Definitely, because there's a lot more value. Um, One thing is, you know, people are obviously thinking now, those that have got Eze, those that have got um, uh, Madison, you know, players like that, should I really be uh, taking them out? Because we can get players with two fixtures. Well, Bruno Fernandes, 
uh, hasn't even scored half the the points that you know, like uh, you you, and that's with just like single game weeks. Uh, Madison and Eze have, and if you have a look at the midfielders, um, there's quite a lot of midfielders that are scoring high on the matrix, and the ones that are scoring high on the matrix are players like Eze, Buemo, Neto, Gross, um, and those players they're from non-European teams and they've all scored like 38 points or above and they're the top performing uh, midfielders. Um, so there's there's one player that's high up and that's Gross and he's got like nine bonus points and ten singular points, you know, like from tackles or shots on yeah. target or whatever. Uh, and 20 points just from, from those as extra points in just having five games so far this season is that's like four points a game on those bonus points or singular points so there's a lot of you know if you wanted to change to um, a european playing player you've got gross but other than that the midfielders that seem to be scoring a lot are the ones that don't have well that are kind of cheapish uh and non-european teams um yeah. so yeah if you did want to take them out I wouldn't look any further with regards to strikers. Salah, Haaland and Alvarez at a push until Kevin De Bruyne comes back. Then his minutes might not be as much. But I do believe that he'll be playing more or less every game while De Bruyne's injured. Um, but I'd seriously only go two strikers anyway. And it'd be for me, it's Salah and Haaland up front. And then you'd have five midfielders and just pack it with players. I'm seriously thinking about putting in gross because he picks up a lot of uh, your bonus points to complement his other points through goals or assists or what have you um but yeah i wouldn't be too won't take bruno out rashford's okay but if you do want to take him out just go for you know like the the, the double game week players that are scoring a lot of the bonus points and stuff uh, because even if the team doesn't play well they'll probably still pick up those bonus points yeah, good shout. Agree with that. Um, right. Scott should ask the next one, the uh, Nathan Wisby question, and I'm going to go for a P. Yeah, yeah. So I think Nathan looks like he wants to take Sun out of his team, and he's saying Sun out for Alvarez slash Wilson or Trippier for game week six. So Sun out. Uh, obviously, just scored the hat trick. I think everyone wanted him in after that, um, and didn't do it, did he? Didn't do the business this weekend. Um, so, who would you take out Son for, James? If your choices were Alvarez, Wilson, or Trippier, or someone else? Uh, well, I wouldn't go Wilson personally because of Newcastle's tough, tough fixtures, um, and of course, I, there's re rotation with Isaac, so I'd rule him out. I think I'd probably go Alvarez. I mean, the trouble is, Chipri is still 5.2 million. That is a lot. He scored 23 points. Alvarez is on 38, playing most games, which is unusual for City. I'm sure he will get some rotation. Um, I think I'd go Alvarez, to be honest. I mean, there's not many clean sheets about this year. Mm. Although Newcastle's fixtures have been tough and are getting easier in, in the Premier League, at least. 
but they've still got tough fixtures in Europe. So I'd, I'd go Alvarez. What about you, Andy? Exactly the same as James. Just uh, from the choices he's given there, definitely Alvarez. And for exactly the same reasons as well. Wilson's going to get rotated with Isaac. Uh, and Trippier has got difficult games in Europe. All of those European fixtures are going to be difficult. But like I say, Alvarez seems to be playing every game while uh, De Bruyne's injured. Yeah, he. I think he's looked brilliant, to be honest, Alvarez. I've not. He's one of these people that I've sort of said to myself, I've got my eye on him every week, but I've just not mm. quite found a way to get him in my team yet. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the thing with Alvarez, isn't it? Like every City game, you know there's going to be a ton of goals. With, Tri- with Trippier, I know you can get points elsewhere, but you kind of are banking on a clean sheet to go with it. Whereas with City, I mean, West Ham put up a game against them, but they still scored three. They scored five against Fulham, two against Sheffield United, three against Burnley. You just know there's going to be goals, don't you? So I think Alvarez, I think Alvarez mm-hmm. seems a good bet. I think Pep come out as well and said said something like he's undroppable at the minute, didn't he? After that last game, mm. so I, I think I'll. That means go. he's going to drop him the next game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, on the on the wind up. <laughs> especially now, especially now, there's like. European football as well, though. Even if he does get one start and one off the bench, if Alvarez was coming on in the seventieth, I think you'd still fancy his chances, wouldn't you? Mm. Getting a goal, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think I'd, I think I'd go Alvarez, unless you're looking to play part of the bus. Because I'm saying Alvarez, but Trippy is on my list to get in. So, yeah, unless you're looking to part the bus, maybe I'd say Alvarez. Just in time, Tony. What do, what do you reckon you would do for this one? Son out Alvarez, Wilson, or Trippier. Yeah. Uh, between Alvarez and Trippier, because I don't think Wilson nails the minutes, minutes that much. But um, for game week six. Yeah, I didn't even look at the fixtures, but every fixture is a good fixture for City. Uh, really. I mean, Sheffield United, Man City, nice first fixture for Trippier there, isn't they? Um, I suppose it's Carabao Cup. It's Carabao Cup week, isn't it? So you'd have to consider that. Yeah. Oh, well, look, Trippier, Trippier plays. Trippier plays against City, so that's not great, is it? There's a lot of difficult games in that Carabao Cup for the Premier League teams. There is. There is. It's not the easiest week, is it? I'd, no. I'd probably, I'd probably go Alvarez. Probably go Alvarez over Trippier for that. Um, although Trippier is someone I've, I've got my eye on Trippier now. Um, from game week seven, he's definitely someone. Um, I know our our uh, put him about to begin with, um, but yeah, uh, I've I have already had him in my team. I've took him out, um, but game week seven, I think he could be returning and being pretty much a long stay in my team. Yeah. Uh, trip here, so. Yeah, mm. but out of the two, I'll probably go Alvarez for game week six at a push. But yeah. really, he should Nathan should be trust trusting his gut, really, because I think he's smashing he's smashing it, isn't he at the minute. Oh, he's yeah, you know, he's private messaged me a few times, and I tell you what, he's got some great punts down, and he he's uh he, he's done done a few few worldies. He had the he had the sun hat trick, didn't he? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. The Sun hat trick and the um, Haaland hat trick, obviously, but 
did Captain Bowen, <laughs> who, who scored, to be fair. So I think it all evened itself out a little bit. But, yeah, he's uh, done all right, Nathan. Keep going, man. <clears throat> Keep going with your gut. Um, <laughs> TCB, how the feck do you gel Chelsea so all the players perform in every match? Um, obviously, they bought so many players, aren't they, Chelsea? I think Pochettino's getting a little bit of a tune out of them. They're just struggling to score goals. Watched them again today and they just think... Jackson, he needs to start scoring. He needs a goal, a proper goal, not not in off the arse or... <laughs> do you know what I mean? He, he hit the post today with a scuff shot. He, he does a lot of things right, Jackson. He's just... He just doesn't seem to be scoring at the minute, but it's good. I think it's going to come. I think he'll score plenty of Premier League goals, Jackson. It's just um, my patience has probably worn with him. I've got so many good players there. Uh, Mudrick starting to look dangerous. Yeah. Uh, Sterling starting to pick up a little bit, um, looking quite dangerous as well. Fernandez <laughs> moving forward. I like Luca Gallagher. Captain. He could be a wild pick, him. He's uh, going under the radar, is Gallagher. He's he is. quite a lot of points. He is a good player. We've always known he's a good player, obviously, now fitting into the uh, the scoring matrix and dream team. He uh, seems to be yeah, a good option. What, what, what do you reckon, Scott? For Chelsea, to get Chelsea sorted out... Um... I think just stick to the tried, tried and tested, sack the manager, and spend another couple hundred million in January. <laughs> just keep repeating it; it'll work. You'll get there in the end. Yeah, it's shocking, isn't it? No they point changing now. They gotta, they gotta trust somebody to implement their style, their players, their trust the manager. Trust the manager to build the club. You've got to. Get to show back. It's um, yeah, it's, <laughs> and then when it starts going wrong, you get rid of them, don't you? Like Jurgen Klopp, he needs to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I've got, I've got no, I've got no clue. I, was, I actually, I watched the game earlier. I, I just didn't know what what was going on with them. To be honest, they seem at least they've they've sorted out the defense a little bit. They're not like conceding a ton of goals, but they just can't score, can they? At the moment. No, the struggle with the score. Yeah. When they, for, for a team that spent so much money as well, I was looking at that bench and it didn't really look like they had that much even on the bench, <laughs> which was surprising. I think they've got a lot of injury problems. But yeah, no, just have to sack the manager. I think that's all I can think of. Yeah, that's a good show. <laughs> Andy? <laughs> uh, well, I think there's some kind of ghost of Drogba or something like that that's looming over all the strikers that go to Chelsea. <laughs> Insane you had. What's his name? Fernand, uh, for, oh, flipping egg. Torres. Fernando Torres. Torres. And then after that, every single striker, I can't even think of one that's yeah. scored regularly. So I just think any striker that goes there is going to have trouble. <laughs> um, so... As far as players gelling are concerned, I know 
Pochettino's, you know, been um, he's been crying about. Oh, I've got these all these injuries. Boo hoo! You've just spent a billion quid, but he has got a bit of a point because um, there are some 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 decent players that are on the you know on the injury table. So I think as soon as he, you know, in another two or three months, once once he's got a good chunk of those players back. Yeah, uh, I reckon that you know, yeah, they're doing okay defensively, um, but there are better defenders that can come in to that side. And the same thing, you know, like with the other areas where there's injuries, you know, once they all come back and he's got a full team at his disposal, then I reckon he will play the players that he wants to play, as opposed to having to play the players that are available to him. Because, uh, yeah, don't forget, there's a lot of players that have actually just gone in the last month yeah. um, that he could have been picking from. So, yeah, yeah he, he, I, I do sympathise with the fact that he has lost a few players. But, yeah, as soon as they come back, I reckon they'll uh, they'll come good. But, unfortunately, that'll be when all their easy games are finished. <laughs> yeah, that's true. James? Well, Jackson can't hit a barn door with a banjo, can he? Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> he got Broha coming back, apparently. Well, I was, I was just about to say that, but it'll be interesting to see when Broha... He's only just come back from injury, hasn't he? So he's been out a long time. But it'll be interesting to see if he starts getting minutes because um, Jackson's not doing it, is he? Um, they, they need to get that witch doctor back to the ground that obviously has put a hoodoo on uh, Chelsea strikers. <laughs> Or just check the checkbook out again, like they normally do. Give him a ten-year contract. <laughs> yeah, standard in it now. They use ten and eight-year contracts. Yeah. We'll sort of for financial fair play out. Just spread it over longer. Do you think you try Sterling through the middle or not? They did try it at times, didn't they? But no, just... no, I don't work. No, so, no, it's I don't not... agree with that. It's five nothing, else. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You can't. When was the last time you you saw a five foot nothing uh, number nine? It just doesn't I mean, work. It's not just that. I mean, like you got like the world's greatest. Like so, Salah, <laughs> Salah playing through the middle, it don't quite work, does it? Yeah. Because he's talented. He can finish. He, he can do everything. He's a very very talented player, but he, that that position just doesn't suit. The same with Sterling. He's not a number nine. He's not through the middle. Same with that guy that sat behind Scott or stood behind Scott. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> In off the wide, left. wide left. Wide left. He's got to be. Oh, he did do all right up top as well. <laughs> Not bad. To be fair, I wouldn't mind a Thierry Henry anywhere, to be fair. But, yeah. Again, favourite position. Wide left. Got to play there. Um Right, um, another name from Wisby question. I'm here for this one, I'm not having a piss. Um, Madison, a hold or a bin? Um, I've got Madison in my team. Um, the next two weeks, he's got singles, if I remember rightly. I know he had a single this week and I held on to him. That's only because it was Sheffield United. Um, Sheffield United at home, so I thought that's an absolute winner. I'll take that over two fixtures. <laughs> Got me a few points, but for me, uh, Madison will be coming out of the team this week. Um, you only have a single, whereas a lot of teams have doubles. And then I'll have to just try and play the uh, cup roulette and hope, hope the uh, player plays in the cup. 
But he's a bin for me this week. And I, I don't like saying that because he's scoring so well. But I think he's he's on my bin list. What do you reckon, Andy? Uh, well, with Madison, uh, he scored, he's had five games. He scored seven points, seven points, 15 points, two points and 15 points. And when you look at the... Um, Amount of points that he's got in bonus points out of all those yeah. points, it's 30 points in bonus points, which means he's, he's picking up a, a shitload of bonus points every game. He's averaging over 10 points per game. So if I did, I don't have him in my side. Um, if I did have him in my side, I'd be in two minds to actually keep him. Um, because it you know, the player that you replace him with might not score with two games the rate that he's scoring on average or over one game. Yeah, it's definitely something to think that you're right there because the other player that you bring in might not even play the second game. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's definitely, yeah, two minds about that. And it's just the, the amount of points that he's picking up every game. It's, yeah. it's crazy. He's the top scoring midfielder, isn't he? I think there's only is it only Haaland that's ahead of him in this in the scoring charts, and there's Eze as well. He scored um, 31 points from either bonus points or from shots on targets or tackles or what have you. Um, massively outstripping most most other players. So as long as you don't have too many of them in, uh, you can have one or two. I'd say. And have nine European players, but just make sure that the one or two that aren't European players are players like Madison or Eze. Uh, and there is there is a fair few actually this year. Yeah, definitely. James, in him. Yeah, because he's got Liverpool. He's got um, Arsenal, Liverpool next. Two proper clubs. You can always bring him back in. I would. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, with the extra fixtures, I think you've just you've got to gamble on those on those double game weeks. Um, I would I would get rid of him if I had it. Yeah, with with those fixtures as well. Yeah, Scott. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm in I'm in agreement. Like, yeah, Arsenal next. He's he's not gonna he's not gonna be doing. He's been running the show against these last teams, but against Arsenal and Liverpool. <laughs> He's not going to be doing it, is he? Like he's he's just he's just bullied Sheffield United. He's just bullied Burnley, Fulham, Bournemouth, and then a crisis Man United. So, oh, no, I'll stop you there, don't we? Yeah, he's, a Madison he's, brace against Arsenal. We know it, don't we? He's bullying. He's bullying these minnows. One of my uh, best yeah. mates. My best mates is an Arsenal fan. And. and he come round here earlier rather my little lad put his top and strip on. <laughs> <laughs> my sister my sister brought bought him a he wanted he wanted a Harry Kane strip. So he, he, he got a Spurs he got a Spurs kit. So anytime that um anytime that my mate comes round, my little lad goes and puts his Spurs kit. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I'd just bring yeah. him back. I'd get him out for these two, and then by all means, bring him back for bring him back for Luton. I'm sure he'll have a great game against Luton. <laughs> oh, God, wait to hear this back. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, 
They are Nathan. Right. He's a Spurs fan as well, isn't he? <laughs> Is he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> James, you've been on. Did I ask you a question, mate? Uh, no, that question was from um, Plevna. If I think the what talk about Man United. All right, yeah. Um, so Plevna said, uh, James, your thoughts on Man United assets, ah. team, manager, club, they look in turmoil on and off the pitch. If things don't pick up on the pitch, it, Ten Hag will be gone before the next international break. <laughs> I think I think he just wants me to slag Man United off. And um I'm quite happy to do that, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, uh, they'll they be chest. rubbish at the moment. Um, mm. they, they're not gelling at all. Um, they don't look decent defensively. Um, Attacking-wise, they've had issues. They've got the new new strikers that's come in. He's got his, got his first goal at Old Trafford, um, which means Rashford gets to stay on the left, which is good for Man United, I think, because he's rubbish. They got disallowed. They got disallowed, didn't it? Sorry, yeah, got ruled out that goal. Yeah, 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 they ruled it out. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it's it stems from the top, doesn't it? Those 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 owners have totally shafted that club, um, and until until the Glazers go, I don't see them hitting the heights that they had in the in the nineties. Um, it, it's it, it's top top down, isn't it? Those Glazers have got to go. They, that's that's my take anyway. I'm I'm a disagreement. I, I I think they're using this glazer's shite as an excuse every time. I we we watched United absolutely crumble, didn't we? And they like they turned into a right ball of shite, and they were doing nothing. They were they were they were they were crap. But then last season, you seen like when Ten Hag come in, they were to be fair, they were pretty dire for the first few months that he was there, but he, he, he ended up building this, he got rid of Ronaldo, and, and all of a sudden he started building a decent side, and United were playing some really good stuff, they were back to, not not to the best, I'm not saying anywhere near the best, but they got the fans back on side, every player that were playing for them were given everything, and they had, they had a really good end to the season, Do you know, I, I expect United to be doing so much better this season than what they are, and it's easy just to say, well, that's the owners. I, what the fuck, yeah. They spent that much money. They spent that much, whether that's their money or not, I don't care. I don't care. They spent that much on transfer fees that whoever these people are that are making decisions on which players to bring in, right, That that's where the trouble is. And, I, and you, well, the, that, well, the, the, Not the last game, the one before, they... They finished the game with Maguire and, and Johnny Evans. I mean, that's <laughs> shocking. It just, it, I know, it's laughable though, isn't it? But it is. he spent all this money on, on players like, they spent 100 million on Anthony, or 90 million, whatever you want to call it, 90 million on Anthony, however much on Maguire, Fred. Uh, what about Mason Mount? I'm Martial, Mason Mount, can't even get a game because he's injured. <laughs> Just how much money do you want whoever it is at the top of this club to throw at the club and then you just carry on blaming them? No, there's something functionally wrong that you can't like seem to get this identity back. You're missing 
you're missing the likes of Ferguson. It's the management team underneath. It's this, like, the whole ethos of the club and they're missing so much more than just change owners, do whatever, get, get the Saudis in, get the Qataris in, get whoever in. Don't matter who you get in, the people that are in the club or whoever's running that club, it's been run wrong. We've got in the chat, we've got Maguire's mum in the chat and she said, James, can you leave Maguire alone? So, sorry, totally over the top. I don't understand why he didn't go to West Ham. Yeah, and that he is that's where he, that's where his he problem lies. Great there. He would be the main man, he'd be great there. United fans are just they, they even their own fans are booing him. I mean, it, it can't be good for him. Why does he's not his fourth choice centre back? Uh, he should. I don't get it. Just leave. Go to West Ham. Towards the end of last season, there was a feel-good factor about United. United fans will admit it. Forget about the Glazers and all that shit. There were a feel-good factor about United. They thought Ten Hag's got this under control. Um, they're playing better football. But, you know, they've got a bit of an identity <laughs> about them again. They've started the season awfully, and all of a sudden, it's the Glazers' fault again. It's just every time something goes wrong, it's the Glazers' fault. No, they're just so much wrong elsewhere. Like, get rid of the owners, and that might help. And they might start employ different people, but they need a, if they're going to get rid of the owners, they need a refresh, top to bottom. But last season, like I said, it don't go from just being positive. How positive was it? United, like. Title challenges this year. Joe you know, Tenard's got him playing some really good football, and he had, he had, he, he seems to have dealt with it, dealt with it. Um, but I think they'll be all right. You know, I, I know it's 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 football now, isn't it? For everything, you're either the best or you're the worst. Yeah. In yeah. however many games, but they've just lost to Brighton, who can beat anyone. Yeah. Really, they could beat anyone in the league at the moment. Very good side. They very, lost, very, very good side. They lost 3-1 to us, but quite honestly, that Garnacho offside was like a centimetre. And if they score that goal, their title contender... Exactly. Content, it's a very good shout score, that. Arsenal, yeah. Arsenal are now rubbish. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. Okay. And Arteta, Arteta out. Yeah. I'm getting rid of Kroenke <laughs> and all them. Yeah. I, pre- I predict that we're going to have more turmoil up against Bayern. They're probably... Sh- Bayern are going to put four past them. It's, we're going to carry on talking like this for another week, and then they're going to beat Burnley, beat Palace, win in the Carabao Cup, beat Galatasaray, and then all of a sudden they're they're back in the game. I think they'll be fine, to be honest. I think it's just the world we live in now, isn't it? It's all like extreme everything. It is. I reckon they'll be all right. As long as you stay away from uh, Yondel Thomason. <laughs> I'm happy. Um, right. Um, Anthony Stringer, Kaminsky in next week, double game at game week seven, a 1.1 mil. Scott, this one for you, isn't it? Kaminsky. <laughs> yeah, the way, the way I looked at it is just, well, for me, it's getting Visser out sort of in place of him. He's probably going to get two points. And if you do just fluke a clean sheet, you'll, you'd have to be buzzing with that. But I think the reason people are talking a little bit about him is because they've got that double game week in game week seven. Which isn't a given. It's, it's Everton away and then Burnley at home, which 
when a, no other team's got a double at that point. So that does look okay. If you can get one clean sheet, you're laughing really. But I don't, I don't think it's a great move. It's just what you can do with that money elsewhere. I think um, I don't expect much from him. And even that game week six, they've got Wolves and Exeter. I had a look; they didn't play Kaminsky in the last Carabao Cup game, so you're not going to get back-to-back doubles, I don't think. But yeah, if it enables other stuff, then yeah, maybe. I'm, I, like I said, I'm probably going to do it but I'm not going to go out there and recommend other people do it. <laughs> James? No. <laughs> do it. But you're booking in another transfer for a start. So yeah. you don't want to be changing your goalkeeper, really, unless you have to. I've got Johnson. If he loses his place to Henderson, I'll make a transfer. Um, to Henderson? It, the trouble is, if you then <laughs> use, use the money you've saved... By bringing in Kabinsky. I mean, I, I get Scott's reasons for doing it. That's, I can understand that. But if you use the money that you've um, that you've gained, you get, you're booking in that transfer. You're going to have to do it a couple of times, aren't you? Yeah, you have to do another two, really, so, won't you? Another two be... transfers again to, to sort, it, sort it out. So I generally wouldn't make that kind of move myself. <laughs> Andy, what, ta- what 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 hat's that that you've just put on? Nottingham Forest, is it? Oh, Nottingham Forest, that. <laughs> Where can you get one of them? Where can you get those them from? Footyfits.co.uk. Hey. <laughs> well, uh, I, it it kind of makes sense, you know, bringing the player in because uh, Luton have got. Double game week, obviously, with the Carabao Cup. And is it Exeter that they're playing? Yep. Um, and then they've got Wolves, Exeter, Everton and Burnley is a double game week in game week seven. So they've got two double game weeks on the, uh, on the spin. Um, then they've got Tottenham and Forest and Villa. So the fixtures, you could, you know, they're going to have to get a clean sheet at some point this season. You, you, you'd expect money two keepers but as James has said you know you use that money somewhere else and then when those fixtures come up against uh, Liverpool and Manchester United um, they might be getting a cane and you want to take him out well you're going to have to downgrade somebody that you might hold valuable in your side uh, because you're not going to get another keeper the, the, the same price unless a clean sheet rockets him. Say if he gets a couple of good games, his value might go up by 0.3 each time. Um, but like I say, it's a risk. You know, the risk isn't now. The risk is when you want to take him out. Mm. Because you're then taking a risk with another of your players that you're going to have to downgrade. And by that time, in another three, four game weeks, are the players that are available to you to downgrade a player going to be worth more money as well? Yeah. It's true, man. It's true. Captain Um, him, Anthony. Captain him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would be touching him. What we touching him? Um, do you know what? I actually think my missus has got him in there. So he's ex Rovers keeper, actually. No, I'll have him then. 
<laughs> I'm sure he's got women's skin there. How much um, did he start off at? Was it one million or was it one point five? A million. A million. All ah, right. Yeah. So he's actually gone up in value. Yeah, so. yeah, he's yeah, he's gone up by point. So he'll probably still keep going up in value because they can't let many more goals in, can they? So if things <laughs> get better, he'll be worth about four million. <laughs> one week ten. One for you here, Andy. Ben C. Question for Andy. What size gloves do your godmanly hands acquire? These things. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the, the, the reason why people always say that I've got really big hands is because of a photograph I were in Crease <laughs> about a month ago. Um, and I, I sent a photograph, but there was a photograph that my son took of me on another phone, but the phone was really small as well, so it, you know, made me hands look really <laughs> I, mean, I do, I, I do have problems, not just with my hands, it's also with my feet, also with, you know, like... hold on, hold on. I'm half Scottish, uh, so that area's been taken care of. A couple of walnuts and a, and a, and a chip <laughs> 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 no, I have a problem with my head, my hands, and my feet, and I'm just one size bigger than the maximum size. That so when I go to the shop, they only have up to size eleven shoes. If I want a hat, you know, like I'm just that little bit too big, so I have to order stuff like off online, you know, from America or whatever. Tony, yeah, you'll have to get a custom one, mate. I'll sort you out, mate. Look at these. Look at this robe is that. Come on. Hey, <laughs> Blackburn Rovers, footyfix.com, is it? .co.uk. .co.uk. So, yeah, the size of my gloves, I don't know. I always get the largest that's available, and they always still feel too tight. Now, if they did, if, if they went up that one more size, then the size that would fit me would probably be a blind cobbler's variety. <laughs> So yes, I'm 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 basically the, the biggest size of gloves that they have. I hope that answers your question. <laughs> the largest of largest. There you go, Ben. Right, DT Philip. I think James put this in just to test my eyesight. Don't come to me on that. this one. It's too complicated. Uh, it's too right. too late. I'm too tired. <laughs> I took Fernandez out to allow me to bring in Salah and Watkins. Right, the plan was to bring him in back in for game week six and downgrade Bowen. Do we forget about Fernandez and take out Sterling and Johnston? I have zero point nine million in the bank, so we'll have six point four million to spend in total. So thinking I might go Ariola or Martinez in goal, which will leave me either 4.1 or 3.1 to spend on a midfielder. Which midfielder would you target if you wasn't to bring Fernandez back in? Right, there you go. Did you hear that, Scott? Yep. Yeah. Right, so... Well, nearly, <clears throat> mate. Nearly. Yeah, I'd, I'd sort out Sterling and Johnston first. Um, out of the two, I think I'd go for Martinez. I think, I think they're going to play him in goal for these European games. Uh, he's a bit of a talisman, bit of a talisman, isn't he? Uh, yeah. he, ki- he kicks off as well. He kicks off when he's not playing. So I, I think he's going to be playing both. I think their their backup is Olsen, but I think Martinez 
Belundio nominee as well. I think he's going to uh, get that European fixture. So I'd stick him in goal. And then how much did it give you for the midfielder if you went Martinez? Only 3.1. So fresh off the press today, Martinelli got injured in that game, didn't he, for today for Arsenal. I don't know how serious it is. But Trossard, Trossard's back in the picture. 2.8 million bargain. Um, if Martinelli is out, I think Trossard might end up playing two games on the left. He scored You're over budget there, Scott. 2.8. He's 2.8, Trossard. Oh, is he? 2.8. Yeah, I think go that. Obviously, you want to wait and see what they say about Martinelli, how, how bad it was. He was holding his hamstring, but yeah, if, if it does, if he ends up being injured, I think that could be a shout. Definitely. Definitely scored a nice goal as well. Great. Um, what do you reckon about Anthony Gordon? 2.8. European fixtures. Obviously, they've not got the nicest of European fixtures, but coming up, they've got a, a nice run. Newcastle. Um, I was worried about yeah. him and Barnes sharing minutes, but then they both played, didn't they? Uh, yes, and that, they, this is what I said to, to Ben. Where is Ben? Get him back on the pot. Um, and we were saying about um, will one of them sneak Almiron's place? Mm. And I, I, to be fair, I didn't see the Newcastle game, so I don't know who played right or left. I but, think it would have been. Gordon on the right. Yeah, it was Gordon on the right. Did he move Gordon on to the right? Yeah, That's Barnes. Fine. I think Barnes can only play on the left, can't he, really? Right. But I think Gordon can play both. And, and, I, and, I, and I thought, is he going to... Um, with, with Almiron, he's not in the grid of goal scoring score. Are we going to start to see how, uh, Gordon and Barnes playing that front three? And obviously, then, last game we've seen it, they didn't do very well going forward obviously but somewhat to look at going forward that actually Barnes and Gordon can play on the same side or was the resting where, where, where was that Isaac? didn't uh, don't think he came on um, he was on the bench but didn't come on so maybe they're he saving must him must have been injured and maybe they're saving him for Champions League maybe I don't know what he did in the um I don't know what he did in the uh international break or anything like that, but yeah. If he's rest... not come on and they were they were struggling for a goal to end, weren't they? Newcastle did score late on. Yeah, they got I think it was um I think Golden won the penalty. Yeah, I just if Isaac's not come on, surely he's gonna be struggling with something. You think they'd throw him on at some point to try and win the game? I don't, I don't know. But yeah, um, we, 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 it's the first time we've seen Gordon and Barnes playing the same team, so we know he's willing to do that, which is good. Um, but Anthony Gordon at 2.8 million, I think it's a nice shout. Nice shout. We reckon Andy? Yeah. Uh- those are all uh, European players, which is, um, you know, it's a, a decent call. Uh, I'll stick another European player in, in the mix. Um, Lewis for Villa. Douglas Lewis, is he called? Uh, yeah. He comes within budget. Get Nathan um, Wisby on here. He messaged me. 
He put Douglas Louise in this week. Right. He's got a penalty, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's um, yeah. He's he seems to be scoring decently as well uh, this season, and he's yeah. getting bonus points as well. Um, <laughs> apart from that, obviously that was a really good shout. That Scott, I didn't think about uh, Trossard, but yeah, cracking shout twice a week, and and the same thing with um, uh, the who's the other one again? Sorry, Gordon. Uh, Anthony Gordon, yeah, that's correct. Uh, he might not play two times a week. And um, if that's the case, and anybody that you'd be putting in would be, you know, at risk of not playing twice a week, you've got these rude boys here. Uh, you've got Kulazewski, Gallagher, Bisuma, and uh, Jensen for Brighton, uh, for Brighton, for Brentford. Uh, they all seem to be scoring very well and scoring very well on the bonus matrix. Yeah. So. I don't think it's much of a problem if you only have like one non-European player in your squad, as long as they're scoring regularly. And those four that are non-European, Bisuma, Gallagher, Kulazewski and Jensen, uh, they're, for the first five game weeks, uh, they're up with the rest, really. You'd like to think of these... Um these players that aren't playing the European games, surely could have put in the cup games. Yeah, like, yeah. Like if you're someone like Pochettino, you're going to play your bigger players in these cup games, or not a Chelsea, or not Chelsea are out, Spurs are out, aren't they? Yeah. So obviously Madison don't, don't. You've got to put your, you've got to put your full side out. Yeah, I don't get it with Spurs. Like going out, Spurs going out of the EFL Cup. And like, fuming. If you was a new manager, if you were Pochettino or um, I'd have played before eleven. What's the best way to get like solidify yourself? Yeah, board on side. You play your best eleven, go out and win the game, get to at least the semi-finals, and then see what's happening. Strange. They've only they've they've only got. The, the League Cup as a distraction to the league. That's until January, so why don't they play the best side? It's, mad, isn't it? it's not even like they're going to have to play two weeks later, you know, yeah. if they get through. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. more than possible playing your best side every single game. I just think I think teams have just got so used to just going, oh, I'll just rest rest five or six players and, and we'll get through. It's, yeah, it's shocking, really. Shocking. It's probably because they, they're having to play these extra 15 minutes after every match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, wasted time. <laughs> it's uh, I mean, wiping the players out. I mean, to be fair, like, West Ham put the best side out against us and we wiped four with them. And Leicester did the same and we wiped four with them. And sometimes it can be painful, can it? It can. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ben's not here to hear that. Um, right, I think um, that's us done. The premium member giveaway obviously will roll over because, but not it won't roll over. Sorry, it's not finished yet. So, um, game week five, um, the highest point score is still to be decided. So, we'll, we'll get back in touch with you all about that. That'll be announced next week. The mini league top 10. Um, this is the Dream Team Tonic Cash League. James, I'll read that now. Okay. Um, 
In 10th, we've got Mark McKee. Ninth, Alan. Um, oh, God. <laughs> I can't. Uh, <clears throat> Mr. Tatler. In uh, eighth, we've got Pe Payne. In seventh, we've got <laughs> Anthony Sutcliffe. Hey! <laughs> Sixth, Mike Warlow. Fifth, D. Slater. Fourth, B. McLaren. Third, L. Greaves. Second, Andrew McGill. And at the top, Connor, Connor Tobin. Kinder oh. Bueno. Flying up there. Yep. Great start. Happy days. Right. The um, Dream Team Tonic Patreon Only League. Um, Patreon Only Cash League. Um, I'll have a quick read of this. And 10th, D. Williams. 9th, W. Christmas. Christmas. Wayne. Is that a wind-up? No. <laughs> w. Christmas. 8th, Mike McKee. 7th, G. Paul. 6th, Andy Barnett. Wee. Fifth, hey. me. Hey. A. Sutcliffe. 4th, uh, M. Tavares. 3rd, Ryan Driver. 2nd, Connor Tobin. At top of the shop, the gambler, Mr. Punt. Nathan Wisby. Well done. Well, well, in the Crash League. He would have been top. <clears throat> he would have been. <laughs> yeah, he's doing well. We'll get, our questions, really... in. we'll get our questions into him, shall we? Yeah, we'll start sending yeah. questions to Nathan. In fact, we'll get him on pod. Nathan, um, you have to come on the pod, mate. So uh, we'll sort that out in the next few weeks. Andy. Yes. Can you see the Tonic Tag Team League there? I can indeed. Can you, mate? Give that a read. This is the league that we're going to win, mate. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> in 10th place, we've got Simon Davis and Stephen Williams. In 9th place, we've got Matt Woolcock and Andrew Haynes. In 8th place, James Fricker and Ryan Driver. In 7th place, we've got Mark McKee and Patrick Bryson. In sixth place, we've got Andy Moores and Mike Warlow. In fifth place, we've got Jake Sylvester and Sam Taylor. In fourth place, my good mate, Mr. Sutcliffe. Come on! In third place, we've got Luke High and Charlie Luciano. In second place, Lewis Wright and Matthew Kent. And in first place, it's the Wales. Paul mm. Brindley and Aman Tatler. Mm. <laughs> they're actually doing it's quite well. Top. They're uh, steaming ahead. All thanks to Flowerpot Man. Um, mm. He's uh, really doing well, isn't he, this year? So, yeah, well done, Tom. Well done, lads. Yeah, well done. Uh, real well played, Brindley and Tatler. And that's all for this evening. Chaps, uh, it's a one hour 40 special. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, anything else to add before we go? Uh, just if you've enjoyed it, I've, I've, you know, there's, there's a few people watching this evening. 
just maybe make sure before you shut down, just click that like button. Yeah. And for anybody watching afterwards, just make sure you subscribe. Is that weird? legend? Legend. <laughs> Andy, Andy's doing my job for me. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, thank Brilliant. you very much for having me on, fellas. I've uh, really enjoyed it, by the way. No, Cheers, we mate. love having Andy. I'd have you on every week, mate. Well, um, I wouldn't be able to commit because my job, uh, it, my days off change every week. Uh, I'm just lucky to obviously be off today. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be able to commit to it f fully because, um, yeah. Uh, I, I don't have every Sunday off. I have a, a, a Sunday every three weeks off. Yeah, no excuses. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> He'll come on when he's doing well, like this week. Yeah, have a good week. Come on. <laughs> right, yeah. No, nice one, chaps. Uh, cheers, Scott. Cheers, James. Bye-bye. Hopefully there's uh, less uh, power cuts, James. Yeah. I haven't had one today, but the, the last week has been horrific. Yeah. Shocking. Honestly, I've been sat here in the dark with candles. It's not <laughs> it's no fun at all, like I can tell you. Uh, why? What, what candles? Sorry? Ah. Um, so I've got no... I'm getting five-hour power cuts at a time. Um, I've, I've run out of Run out of water. Got one shower left. I'm hoping street water comes tomorrow. <laughs> Sign up to the Patreon. Help us get James back. <laughs> we'll bring him home. <laughs> Sign up to the super tier. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.